talked about Chris. Now, what was the other one? Um, the Bradleys. The Bradleys. So, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Pitt. Oh, I thought. Mm-hmm. Brad. What other one is there? Bradbury? <laughs> Brad Bradbury. Uh, <laughs> isn't that an author? Cooper versus Pitt. Hmm. I love. Oh gosh. Oh my god! Hard. I can't even believe you're thinking about this I, one. This I is have not to. Even the thought There's for me. something. Okay, I've always loved Brad Pitt, and then this new movie, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a little bit older. Just saw it. And he's standing. Yeah, you know, and he's standing on top of the house, shirtless. I'm like, oh gosh. Okay, I love Bradley Whitford. Tequila is my lady. Tequila. Who is that? <laughs> you don't know. Have you never seen The Cabin in the Woods? Uh-uh. Okay. That is one horror movie I highly recommend. And I do I not I do not recommend horror movies at all. But it is funny as hell. And Chris Hemsworth is in it. Yes. Oh, Fat Thor. My love. Yes. I love it. My love. My one true love. Is he fat, though? Is he fat? No, this is young. Dang it. It's young. It's hilarious, though. Bradley Whitford is in it, and he's talking, and he's doing this one part, and it's very, like, heavy and emotional. Somebody walks in with a bottle of tequila, and he looks over, and he goes, tequila is my lady. (laughs) She's a lady, isn't she? She's a lady. Tequila is a lady. It doesn't matter which way you spin it. She ends with an A. She does. You still haven't answered the question. There is no choice between the Bradleys in my world. Really? Oh, I don't know. I I love Bradley Cooper. I love Bradley Pitt, though, too. <laughs> I can't Bradley decide. Pitt. Can Bradley you even Pitt. hear her say Bradley Pitt? I love Bradley Pitt. <laughs> okay, Brad Pitt. Gosh. There's such a difference, though, if you're like There's, Bradley Pitt and Brad Cooper. There really is. It's Weird. Brad Pitt and Bradley Cooper. Weird, huh? I can't. Okay, yours. Oh, Pitt. Really? No question. Uh uh-uh, uh. No question. There's something about Bradley Cooper, though. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I love him in The Star is Born. I'm not saying that mm. I have a thing against him. It's just you put him against Brad Pitt, and it's not a choice. It's done. Brad Pitt. Okay. I said that awfully loud. Bradley Pitt. <laughs> just gonna fix that one. Bradley Pitt. Bradley Pitt. <laughs> Bradley. Who tells me Bradley? Bring me a spot of tea. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we can't start every podcast talking about this. We'll run we'll run out eventually. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> we can, we'll start going down going. to Hughes so that Hugh Grant or Hugh Jack. Oh, oh, no question for me. I know my Hugh. I know my Hugh. Like, what's, who's your Hugh? <laughs> God damn it, you can't ask questions. <laughs> How can you not choose between the Hughes? I love old so Hugh Grant, but Hugh Jackman. Okay, that one I will actually choose. <laughs> okay, that was more relevant. Doctor House. <laughs> Don't throw Hugh Laurie in there. I just can't choose. I just can't make a decision. How can you ask I think such a thing? Stranger Medicine podcast has to begin with a Hollywood male countdown at the beginning of every podcast. We'll just choose a random name and go and for then it. We'll have to like decide who would you like so we've better: done the Hughes and the Bradleys and the Chrises. Oh my gosh, everybody, look out! This is oh. top notch here. <laughs> 
getting real. Tell us yours. Who do you choose? <laughs> oh, and the Ryans. And the Ryans. <laughs> How could we forget about the Ryans? There's got to be more than one. I mean, Seacrest. Oh, Seacrest. <laughs> How, do you, How do you not remember? be seen in public good i am your registered registered nurse i'm andrea Lindsay, and i'm <laughs> sometimes a medical technologist sometimes, sometimes a hollywood ranking specialist that's great oh my gosh we just sometimes <laughs> decide that we need to rank hollywood male celebrities Listen. for no apparent reason <laughs> so excuse us because it matters because <laughs> no one cares no one cares Especially the people we're talking about. And they're like, oh my gosh. Skip, skip, skip. Yeah, let's get past who they okay. like. Oh, out of the two medicine. Bradleys in all of Hollywood. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> all right, so okay. this is a, actually a medical comedy podcast. Most of the time. Once we get past the <laughs> celebrity <laughs> rankings of no importance. <laughs> Um, and we like to start with what is in our very important <sighs> yes news feeds. The news feeds. What you got, Miss Catherine? To get us, I'm trying to get us back on topic. It's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard because all I want to do is rank celebrities. Oh. The entire podcast. Let's <clears throat> do a whole episode. <laughs> Maybe we should. Maybe we'll do a 20 minute episode on Maybe. Hollywood. Rankings, because it's gonna be hard. Hard. <laughs> it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to find a fourth Hugh. I think we're down to three for sure. Grant, Hugh Laurie, Hugh Jackman. I can't believe Hugh. we came up with three and we didn't, because Jasmine pulled up Hugh Laurie out of nowhere. Oh. Oh yeah. Who's Hugh Dancy? He's quite Hugh cute. Dancy's cute. Hmm. We, have, we don't know him, but we have Hubert. I'll put him up on the list. Hubert and his 72 days of poo. Oh, no. I didn't even get that. Oh, Lord, no. I don't know who that is. Mm. Okay. Okay. Dancy. We'll He's take a cutie. Hugh. There's four Hughes now. Hugh Dancy. Hugh Dancy. I saw your picture. I don't know who you are, but oh. I'll put you on the but list. But you're cutie puny. Maybe okay. slightly above. I Although must I love Dr. Talk. House. Dr. House is very on topic. It was, it's very on topic. Very, that was a great show. That was a good show. He was such an asshole, though. But he was a great doctor. He was. But and I mean, the, the cases that they did on, on House very were interesting because they were real. They were real I cases. I mean, they were potentially real. Okay, they were real, like not Real like, medical conditions. Yes. Fictionalized for TV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very good. Mm-hmm. We should watch that. And, and podcast that. on. <laughs> but we could tell podcasts on real we stories could. about those. What what would really be going on behind the scenes yes, with that kind of a thing? Because all, all the diagnoses in that show were real. It's true. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my, uh, my feed's kind of... Kind of gross. Oh, I don't know. Because we're really gross. We're not gross averse here. It's not so. gross. It's not gross in the sense of it's a gross thing. But people are gonna be like, oh, skip, 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 skip. Listen, I don't want to. If they listened to the tapeworm episode, no, I honestly think more people might have. A problem with my news feed. Okay. Oh, and then I got a crazy thing. Okay, yeah, go and I got something funny to tell you. Okay. okay. All right. Can mail-in menstrual blood banks help save lives? <laughs> Can mail-in menstrual blood? Oh, mail-in. I was thinking mail in. male as in like male-female. No, mail-in. I'm in. like... Like mail-in your menstrual blood. Can it help save lives? 
This is my new. It speech. can fertilize your plant. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Okay. So let's go ahead and let's dive right into that. So my house is full of half dead plants and some full dead plants because I cannot grow a house plant. You can't stop overwatering your plants. I don't think it's overwatering, dude. I went in and saw your basil and it was swimming. <laughs> well, that particular one might have. I might have kept watering, thinking that maybe it was not watering. I was like, it's. You know what's interesting? Help me! It says I killed a lot. You should see my. I had this beautiful peace lily plant who's now down to a one third of a peace lily plant. But I read a thing because I've got a. We've got really, really, really hard water in Uh Montana, Mm -hmm. and so we have a water softener. Mm -hmm. And so I was like researching all this stuff about why my plants keep freaking dying. Mm And um, so they said that the water softeners, because they're just salt, uh-huh. like a ton of salt, like if you water your plants with softened water, oh, you're salting them to death. Yeah. So I have, like now, I go out like in the middle of winter <laughs> when it's like five degrees and I go fill up my bucket in the spigot outside my house because mm-hmm. that's not softened water so mm-hmm. I can water my plants. But I think I might have killed a lot of my plants from soft water. Okay. But I did not put my period one in them as was suggested, which you can go ahead and talk about because that's your okay. No, suggestion. no, 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 no. Let's let's back her, let's back her up. I do not do that. I have heard though. No, that you sent me an article I telling did. me to put my period blood in my plants. That's the kind of friends we are. BFFs. Here's your period blood. Wait, wait, wait. I have your solution. Here you go. Put your period in your plants. Well, because a lot of people have been talking about, like, the diva cups and stuff, which are becoming really popular, which if you don't know what that is, essentially it's a cup you insert that the blood collects into, and then you take it out, and then there's So instead of wearing a tampon. Or pad, where it absorbs it. Right. You're collecting in a cup, and then you can use it. In multiple ways. And um, one way is to fertilize your plants. You can, because there's lots of nutrients in it. Now, would I personally do that? No. And quite frankly, I don't really have a period anymore. <laughs> Not to get too personal, but I fixed that. I do, but I don't, I don't think I'd go there. You know, I just don't know I if I could go either. there yet. Yeah. Let's see how many of my plants keep see, dying. I, I don't think anyone wants to eat my basil that's been fertilized <laughs> in my period blood either. So just don't perhaps tell. not on edible house. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Herb garden. I mean, I have a water softener too, and um, I haven't killed my plants. Seriously? Yeah. Why is your water softener not killing your plants? Because I don't overwater them. <laughs> I my basil I understand, but my other plants have a drainage thing. Yeah. So basil. Like, Basil sucks. Basil's very freaking hate very basil. Finicky. I cannot go grow it to save my life. Um, even when I'm growing it outside, sometimes it does really good. But if I over, like prune it, which you're supposed to be able to prune it, so it, it encourages growth, it still dies. Basil's just if you finicky. get the leaves wet, it doesn't like yeah. that. Too much sun, it doesn't like. Yeah, it's very freaking. finicky. We should subscribe to a gardening podcast. I, know. I should. I have a sister-in-law. All my die. Who has a very good green thumb. Um, and she just... Strangely, she oddly... She talks to him. 
amazingly she probably does i know a lot of people that talk to their plants and i personally think that might be part of my problem <laughs> i don't <laughs> you don't talk, talk enough to my do plants you. see i don't all. talk to my plants either i sing in my house a lot when i'm alone but that's that would kill them with my voice so no you know my so, daughter's nodding yes no wow rude. but they did that experiment if you yeah. can google it like in a i think it was a middle school oh, they, they one would yell at yes. me other when they talked so they had too. like a plant in the middle school that they only said negative things to mm-hmm. and then they had a plant not so far down from that that they only like encouraged positively mm-hmm. and like strangely enough i didn't look too no. much into the experiment but the one that got all the positive affirmations grew yeah and the one that was constantly negatively talked to mm-hmm. died which i crazy i think it's more to do with positive and negative energy if you put positive Maybe. energy out yeah you're gonna get positive energy in, in return and I, I mean whether you think karma or whatever else but i mean like i know people who are very negative nasty people and they keep having really shitty things they happen to shrivel up and you know and then i'm like hee 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 karma's a bitch and yeah. then i have to go oh i'm just kidding i gotta be careful because now i'm <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be in trouble that's the same negative it's gonna come right back to me but um it's hard it is hard it's hard to like try to be positive and i for yeah. sure can't positively talk to my basil plant. oh and i'm sure that's not, not why your basil is dying i mean because well you're... it could be because i'm like you fucking piece of shit basil <laughs> plant you will grow god damn it <laughs> no i don't say that here's my period blood I can't. <laughs> drink my diva cup you bitch <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. And I'm not ever eating at Cat's house again. Don't worry about it, because I don't. I don't (laughs) diva cut my basil. Okay, good. Good to know. So, but here is the truth. So, okay, I'm gonna read this because there's no way for me to sum it up nicely. Yeah. But here's the latest research. Okay. For real. We all know what menstruation does, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So blah blah blah. It uh, clears out your uterus on a monthly basis. Um, So it says, but what if the blood could help someone? It just might make the monthly cycle a little less annoying. Okay, now news that stem cells sound in menstrual blood along with cells from baby's umbilical cords could potentially be incorporated into treatments for stroke, Alzheimer's disease, and Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm Um, so they're, uh, what'd they say? So basically their test, their menstrual blood Mm -hmm. is shedding stem cells. I didn't know that. Well, they're just figuring this out. That's super cool. Isn't that insane? Uh, so they're actually making, uh, there's only one, I think right now in the United States, but you can collect your menstrual blood in the diva cup uh-huh. and you can bank it you can blood bank your yeah. menstrual cycle now because it has stem cells so in just it. like men do with their semen samples yep now there is That's says cool. um so this the person that wrote this article um explained how it's done a cut made of medical grade silicone is inserted in the vagina like a temp- tampon on a woman's heaviest flow day, the cup remains in place for up to three hours, collecting between 10 to 20 milliliters of blood, which is poured into the container and collected into cryocell, uh, collection kit cryocell ships out. Okay, so it freezes it. It's then mailed back to the laboratory where for $499, it's processed, frozen, and stored um, in what this person says is the only existing menstrual blood bank. Additional storage is $99 a year. 
So you can only store your own? You have to pay to have well, your own it's storage? That, or? So you can store your own. Um, it says, yeah, the research, menstrual blood derived stem cells are vastly more renewable resources than those harvested from cord blood. The average U.S. woman has 2.1 babies in their lifetime, yet she gets her period close to 500 times in that mm-hmm. same span. That's a lot of wasted stem cells. Um, so there's a lot, there's a ton of details to be worked out, but basically they're figuring out that there are so many stem cells shed in menstrual blood that they might actually be able to use those stem cells to now start curing diseases. That's amazing. Instead of cord blood and That's other ways. That's super cool. Isn't that crazy? That's super cool. Like Instead everyone's of... always been so afraid of menstrual blood yeah. and now they're like actually looking at it and they're like oh holy shit there's so many amazing <laughs> uses for it well they're they're finding, they're finding that out. out so you can not only like bank it for yourself mm-hmm. but you can actually they're actually collecting it and donating it and so that it they for... can use it to cure other people's diseases not that's, just your own that's fantastic it made me also think about um <clears throat> the other what we talked about um foreskin oh yeah (laughs) the korean baby foreskin yeah because it has stem cells so i wonder if they'll start using it for facials it'll be the next it'll be the menstrual collecting them instead of throwing them away Mm -hmm. but can you imagine i mean of all the women in the world that are (laughs) menstruate i mean if people started donating that i mean we'd have so many i think it's amazing it's a ton it's a ton we just throw it away flush it down the toilet yeah go you know it's so ew, gross ew, it's so gross but when it can just, now save lives yes and it's just blood i mean that's it the thing is, but blood is i mean <clears throat> most people don't like blood no matter where it's no. from so it's not like yeah it's blood people don't like blood they don't like blood they get freaked out with blood right yeah so yeah there's no better coming out of your worse than any blood it's just <laughs> you know collecting it and yeah. sending it somewhere it's pretty interesting it is different at all because if it has stem cells in it it does it's from gotta the be of the uterus yeah so it's saying. gotta That's have it comes from a little bit different composition it than does. what it was like if you did a venipuncture yeah it does <clears throat> it does and they said the stem cells themselves are shedding from the uterine wall okay and they said they had no idea the body would shed it in that way no they're literally just discovering that we're so amazing as women we are amazing Go girls. Go, Go girls. That's right. <laughs> so Give that's, us a LeBron That's my feed. Not funny, but very interesting. This is very interesting. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you. And use it to water your plants. <laughs> if you dare. Just don't feed it to your friends and neighbors. Or family. Do don't tell them. Or just don't tell them. so grossed out. <laughs> this is my very special base of <laughs> Isn't it delicious? It's rich in iron. <laughs> Do you feel its magical powers? It's magical. <laughs> Do you feel anything yet? That's actually marijuana, Catherine. Jeez. No wonder I feel so great when I eat my basil plant. It's a basil? Gosh. Gets confused. That's because it's, okay. it's not. That's not basil. That's marijuana. <laughs> That's the Janie. That's the Mary Jane plant. So, Well, it's awesome that you brought up um, Alzheimer's because... Alzheimer's okay. and not oh, menstrual yeah. menstruation. <laughs> I'm okay with menstruation. I don't do it anymore, so I'm fine with it. Whatever. I'm not getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of am like, oh, that sounds great, but then I'm like, I know what that means. Well, mine was surgically induced. I had oh. to. I had to fix that. I had some problems going on, so mm. I surgically I had um, an ablation done. So, Oof. yeah, but you know what? I was like in pain for like a day. Yeah. Twenty four hours, and then boom done periods suck they really do 
gosh dang they especially do. when they're really unpredictable and they just show up like mm-hmm. on christmas eve <laughs> you're like, like this year yeah, when you're traveling and don't have like, any tampons you're like <laughs> son of a bitch or when they're just like super heavy and you're like oh yeah. well um okay that's now on the front seat of my car guys so yeah. i gotta clean Thanks, that guys. so yeah being a girl is tough give yeah. us a break man give us a break let us save some lives and you wonder why we cranky good lord i know could you imagine you if bleeding. men got periods well it's really funny because i'm at this age ish where actually we spent a good deal of time on my christmas break talking about vasectomies because oh, really? so many actually so many of the men in um this particular family that mm-hmm. we were visiting mm-hmm. have opted for vasectomies rather than the woman having to do something and i'm like you know what that's great it's mm-hmm. really great mm-hmm. because i think for a long time men have maybe not wanted to do it either out of fear mm-hmm. or i'm a man i'm not going to do it or what you know whatever mm-hmm. um and you know they were kind of exchanging war stories about their vasectomies and, da, 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 and then they did this and oh i wasn't expecting the lower abdominal pain and oh i had to ice my balls for this many days and this and that whatever and i'm like do you realize like when we have a baby that our vagina rips open mm-hmm. and that we bleed for weeks and we have mm-hmm. to wear diapers and wear ice packs mm-hmm. on our hoo-hoos and mm-hmm. squirt it with a little mm-hmm. thing of water Waters. because it hurts to wipe <clears throat> for weeks. Weeks. It's so painful and it's so excruciating yeah. and so terrible and you have to wear diapers. Mm-hmm. And like you you have to ice your balls and have lower abdominal pain for like three days. Once. Like once. once in your entire life. And I'm not saying, and I'm very thankful, and I think great for you. Thank you guys for having your vasectomies, yes. but please. Please, don't give if me that shit. If we complained half as much about childbirth and how horrible it actually is. Yeah. And I don't even know. I didn't have a C-section, but I've heard that's a horror story in and know. of itself. I'm, I'm the scarring and just... I mean, it's just like... You're cut open. Cut open, and then, like, you have to maybe do that again, or you have to risk trying to have a vaginal birth after doing that. Which is not safe. Super scary. Yeah. People try, but I don't know. I know. I've got a friend who's got... Who's another (sighs) RN who's got a crazy story, and sometime we'll get her to send it to us, because I... There's no... I can't retell it and do it justice. Right. Um... But about somebody who tried to do a vaginal birth after a C-section. Yeah, they call it a VBAC. Yeah. It's like a real thing a lot of women do yeah and a lot of times it doesn't end well no super scary this woman almost died and yeah it's just intense but yeah so. and then men oh no i had a couple yeah. of stitches and Sorry i had to ice my balls oh we talked days. about best <laughs> on the last one don't <laughs> we? we did we keep going back to ball yeah. sacks and penises and penises somehow. i mean listen it's just but. part of the medical life so all right yeah, let's anyways. get to alzheimer's alzheimer's <laughs> okay so i'm gonna jump around a little bit in our story because i just want to tell it in a little bit different way than what it was printed up so but it is about alzheimer's and i want to talk about one particular person her name is judy Pollock. um she is a former um western virginia university children's hospital neonatal intensive care unit nurse oh it's a mouthful good heavens so um she we're gonna go um to when she was diagnosed with early onset alzheimer's Mm. um she says it took me a while to deal with um Um, While sitting with her husband of 36 years, it's hard to say that I have Alzheimer's. I didn't want to be the person who felt sorry for myself, so we looked at clinical trials as a way to not only help me, but other people. 
Um, and for you who don't know, I mean, pretty much everybody I think is familiar with Alzheimer's, but early onset Alzheimer's is an uncommon form of dementia mm. that strikes people younger than the age of 65, Ugh. which that's so young. Yeah, it is. It's so young. Um, <clears throat> about 5% of these people develop symptoms before 65. Um, and this Judy Pollock um, was willing to be the center of a study of a research experiment in hopes of finding a cure for Alzheimer's. Um, but it did take an emotional toll uh, because they had first started out with a um, drug placebo trial at the University of Pittsburgh several years before this. Um, and he says, guess what? That drug didn't work. As oftentimes, they don't. Because um, you either don't know if the drug is going to work itself. You're part of a research trial. You have lots of hopes. Or you're you, the placebo. Or you're the placebo. And you're getting sugar pills. Yeah, yeah. which is... I mean, it's a necessary part of the research. It really it is. But is. From but there's, like, what, a 50-50 chance of you getting no treatment yeah. at all. Yeah. And expecting to get some. Yeah, which is heartbreaking. Um, said, however, um, this particular Judy's patient's persistent appears to have paid off. Um, the procedure, which I'm going to talk about in just a second, which lasted three hours, safely and successfully opened her blood-brain barrier for a record 36 hours. What? Yes. So... Um, the blood-brain barrier is what happens. Um, there's a block that essentially happens between the two of them. That that's what Alzheimer's is. There's a block between the two, so the information doesn't flow um, um, as freely as it should. So um, what it was, I'll go back to the the beginning of it. World-leading brain experts at West Virginia University's Rockefeller Neuroscience Institute are celebrating the historic breakthrough Alzheimer patients around the globe have been waiting for. For Alzheimer's, there's not that many treatments available despite hundreds of clinical trials over the past two decades and billions of dollars yeah. spent. Billions. Yeah. Um, um, said Dr. Ali R. Rezai, R-E-Z-A-I, Rezai, Rezai, I don't know, a neurosurgeon who's at this particular place, who successfully performed a phase two trial using focused ultrasound to treat a patient with okay. early stage Alzheimer's. So what they're but finding... they do, though. So they're they finding... Do. They just pulsate it, or what do they do? Um, it, earlier this year, it was approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to begin the procedures in the United States for this trial. Let me blah, 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 blah. They could reversibly open the blood-brain barrier. Procedure used the... Okay, here it is. Um, involved the use of ultrasound waves focused through a specialized helmet with more than 1,000 probes targeting a precise spot in the brain coupled with microscopic bubbles. So they basically used... Um, it's a different frequency of the ultrasound on the bubbles, and then they start oscillating. So here we are talking about some sophisticated helmet uh -huh. right very specialized very targeted versus mm -hmm. freeman in the last episode ice pick in there ice picks Ugh. in people's eye sockets yeah i mean holy cow and that's 50 years 50 years what, 60 years yeah think of it sound waves we're using sound waves I mean, we to were target doing that bubbles. In the, to the 80s so that's like 40 years when ago. we were alive yeah. i mean yeah. That's incredible. That gives me hope for the future. Isn't that amazing? That so many things are going to be developed. Yeah. Because Alzheimer's and dementia and, and, you know, in general are horrible. It's horrible. I Hard personally... Hard to make a joke out of things. No. I mean, I personally haven't developed or haven't had um, a family member that's, you know, pa you know, had Alzheimer's or passed away from dementia. I mean, I have a... I have a grandma who's starting to develop dementia, mm -hmm. and but I'm not close to her, so I don't... 
really see it, but I know right. my husband's grand grandfather had dementia, and that was heartbreaking. Well, it's hard because there are so many different <clears throat> kinds of dementia too. Yeah, right? like there's uh, patients with dementia who are relatively happy and and kind and yeah. easy to take care of, and then there are um, dementia patients who are horribly disturbed and mm -hmm. angry and mean and. Mm -hmm like a nightmare and nobody wants to take care of them yeah. and their family doesn't want to be around them and this and that and whatever and or they can't they like can't, can't take yeah. care of them because they don't know like you're not set up and they become combative mm -hmm. and yeah yeah i always think about that movie the notebook which i love oh that movie. i know that's ryan Gosling. back to the ryan back to ryan ryan number two <laughs> yeah ryan number two sorry gosling we love yeah, you but we love you but you gotta be number two someone's got he's not as tall either I don't know. It's just, he's not as funny. He's not as funny. He might be funny in real life. He's not Ryan Reynolds funny. You see his Instagram <laughs> and his Twitter? I know. That's what I mean. And his aviation gin. Gosling doesn't even Gosh. have an Instagram. And he doesn't have a gin. Good. Get with it. <laughs> that's why you're number two. That's why you're number Gosling. two. Step it up. Gosh. Anyways. Um, I mean, that movie, the whole premise of it is just, so it's beautiful sad. and heartbreaking. Know. you know because then she doesn't even recognize can you him. imagine though your him. own family or like you not recognizing your kids no like i don't know what make breaks my heart more like my mom not recognizing me or me not recognizing my own kids i don't um, know what would be harder me not recognizing my kids but you wouldn't know uh, you wouldn't know That's but the thing. but then when you because you do have moments of lucidity of clarity right. and then that would just be awesome awesome but horrifying to know that again you're gonna lose it again you're gonna forget it you're gonna forget which, it yeah but then yeah. it's kind of like death when people talk about fearing death which mm -hmm. i which i do so yeah. i don't i'm not in the category of people that don't yeah but the a lot of times people that talk about don't they don't fear death it's like well you won't you don't know it's just be dead it It'll won't matter there's nothing to fear because you won't be afraid because you'll be dead yeah <laughs> right it's a change. like they fear the change is really more than the How death you put itself. yourself there. Yeah. It's like dementia for me. Where I'm but like, I'm not, I'm not super close with my mom. Like, I love my mom. I, I mean, I have a good relationship with my mom and with my stepmom. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't care. No, I so would much. care. But it's not like, I'm not like close with them like, like I am with my children or that, that relationship is different growing up. I mean, right. I don't know. I don't know how you were with your parents growing up, but it was like, they did their thing. We did our thing. I mean, we were out roaming the neighborhood in the woods and doing whatever until dark. It's kind of 80s. Yeah. Kid. I mean, it was, in general. Yeah. You yeah. just didn't have a super close relationship no. with your parents. Yeah. And even now, I still don't. I mean, I love my parents very much, but. Um, I think I do more now just because their reliance. Yeah. I mean, you're, I, and you have a good, like, you're close with your mom. Right. You see her all the time. Right. And she lives close and helps it's different it is different i can't see my mom every day we're too different i think i would punch her or she'd punch me or something would happen it would not be good like it just wouldn't be good we're two yeah. different people very very different people yeah so. i guess that's a hard question to ask unless you unless yeah. it would matter a lot to you no that person forgot you but my kids like if i don't hear from them every day and i'm I, i'm not i wouldn't say i'm a helicopter parent i don't know <laughs> would i'm not a helicopter parent but I have a good relationship with them, and I I want to know that they're good, and I want to know, you right. know, like when she's driving back here, I'm like, text me when you get there, or else I'm going to be a nervous mess, you know. But Ugh, yeah. it's such a sad, horrible disease. It it 
really is. It robs people of who they are. So the thought mm-hmm. of using sound waves, which is right. so in a helmet, in a helmet, it's like so we're not... uninvasive. Exactly, exactly. It's uninvasive, and it's opening up that barrier for a record thirty-six hours. Right on a first clinical trial, That's which amazing, amazing. Not a drug. No weird side effects. Right. I mean, that's just what I just think is just insane. That's a great story. Let's hope for more of that. Yeah. So um, I can read just a tiny bit more. The West Virginian team targeted the hippocampus in the memory of the cognitive centers of the brain that are impacted by plaques found in patients with Alzheimer's. So the plaques build up and that's what blocks it. Mm -hmm. Plaques are these clusters of proteins that accumulate and they block the brain's connectivity. If I just read my story, I wouldn't have to explain anything. Um, in animal studies, it showed that these plaques were cleared with ultrasound technology. And then the first patient to undergo it was this Judy. Um, so, yeah. Um, I could read tons tons more. But um, anyways, yeah, it's essentially that's what they're using next. And I think that's just that's amazing awesome. and fantastic. And it gives me hope that, yeah. you know, we can be on the right track to, to curing this horrible, horrible right. disease that destroys families. It, which I hope we can prevent it someday or yeah. they can figure out what causes it. The buildup of the plaques. But plaques, we can yeah. at least treat it. Yeah. Once you get it. Yeah. Give you a little ultrasound, listen to a little death metal and you're good to go. No, that's not really what it is. I'm <laughs> kidding on that, but. <laughs> it's in your helmet. So yeah. what do you want to listen to in your helmet? <laughs> like, Michael Couple. Fantastic. <laughs> it's your choice. It's your choice. This you'll, you'll remember it, whatever no. it is, and you'll so make sure you like it. Yeah, it's not Outcast because nobody knows that song. Cat knows that's a song I know for sure. The not, song. We're not talking about the Punky Brewster incident, <laughs> right? I didn't know what I was talking about. Be featured in another correction section. <laughs> no, that poo poo song is a real song about how your your roses really smell like poo poo. So what's the th- uh, it's about how you I know you like to think your shit don't stink. Oh, gotcha, That's gotcha. The, so the line goes, I know you like, I won't sing it so you can hear what it says. I know you like to think your shit don't stink, okay. but lean a little bit closer and see your roses really smell, smell like poo-poo. Gotcha. So your shit stinks just like my shit stinks. Just like everybody else's yes. shit stinks. I think that might have been the last episode for those of you who are wondering <laughs> what the hell we're talking about at this point. <laughs> Yeah, an outcast poop, your poop, and my poop both yeah. stink. And if nobody remembers, outcast is the ones who say, shake it like a Polaroid yeah. picture. Shake, shake it, shake, shake, shake it, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Nobody knows that because we're old. And outcast doesn't make music anymore, I don't think. They had a lot of really good songs, they, though. Did they? They really did. She's on this outcast I love outcast. Like, hey, oh, yes. <laughs> Bring them back. I'm, I'm starting just, a campaign. Just stop. I'm going to I'm gonna tell my... So, your story. So, I have a couple of band from the dinner table stories. Oh, yay. Okay. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> this one kind of goes down the depressing rabbit hole. <laughs> Again. It really does. But, let's do it anyways. <laughs> Andrew is getting scolded. Naughty. No. Apologize. All right. Um, so this is from a uh, nursing humor blog. Oh, okay. And it, it, I don't, this guy, so this guy was not a dementia patient, mm-hmm. but I, it's kind of on topic because he had a bunch of strokes, which okay. affected a lot of things mm-hmm. that he did. Um, and, and the story is funny if you, visualize it okay and not funny 
because of the ending. Okay. But it's, I think, a really good story. And mm-hmm. from, the, from the humor blog, I think it's worth reading. Okay. Okay. And I'll explain things as I go if they don't make sense. So long ago in another state, I worked on a med surge floor of a famous hospital. At that time, patients waited in the hospital for nursing home beds to become available. Okay. So basically, these patients are waiting to get discharged to go to the nursing home. Mm-hmm. A wait could sometimes last a year or more. Holy crap. We had a patient, an elderly Spanish aristocrat, mm-hmm. I'll call Juan. <laughs> Although Juan Damn had Juan. been in the U.S. for decades, a series of strokes had wiped out his command of the English language, along with most mm. of his inhibitions and common sense. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure he was disoriented and confused. Although without speaking Spanish, it's difficult to know for sure. He had no family, no friends, and no visitors. So we, as the staff, were his family, sort of. Mm. Juan was a little weary of living, uh, weary of living in the hospital, and it seems his fondest desire was to escape. <laughs> oh dear! And he tried, <laughs> often and unsuccessfully. In the end, we put him in a geriatric chair. So Jerry, they call him Jerry Chairs, and she kind of explains it. It's a chair with little tiny wheels, so you could move it about. It had a tall back and a big tray on the front, so you could serve meals or put items on it to distract the patient. <laughs> it's and a big-ass high chair. It's like a big, it's like a big lazy boy, uh-huh. like made out of vinyl. Okay. With like a... Uh, ch- a tray in the front of it and really small wheels. Okay. So like you could wheel the mm-hmm. Jerry chair around, but like mm-hmm. not like a wheelchair where they'd be able to okay. like get themselves around. Mm-hmm. So that's what a Jerry chair is. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we'd put that chair in the nurse's station so someone could watch one. Only thing is, it was a very busy unit. Most of the patients were confused, incontinent, and on lactulose. So lactulose is like a thing that makes. Okay. And it's in, incontinent is where you can't. You got to pee everywhere. Incontinent you means pee. you can't. Yeah. yeah, you just pee and poop all over the yeah. place. So basically the the nursing staff and assistants were all running around cleaning up poo and pee all the time Sounds and dealing great. with confused patients. So, so the nurses weren't there to watch him. They were with other patients. Mm-hmm. Juan learned how to scoot the jerry chair backward down the hall using only his little tippy toes. <laughs> The brakes, if there were any, no longer worked, and away he'd go. <laughs> I was there the night the nursing assistants decided to curb Juan's wandering by tying the jerry chair to the sink in his room. <laughs> so they basically <laughs> made a restraint, Jimmy tied his jerry chair to the sink in his room. <laughs> I was passing meds down the hall when I heard the crash, followed by shouting, and I ran up the hall just in time to see water gushing from the hole in the wall where the sink used to be. Juan was halfway out of the room, scooting backward in his chair, with the chair still tied to the sink, and the sink coming along for the ride. <laughs> He got some strong toes. He's like, I'm out of here. You want to go. You want to go. He gone. I didn't win any points with the nurse manager when I was laughing too hard to explain how the quote-unquote accident happened. It may have been my idea to tie Juan's jerry chair to the handrail on the walls in the hallway. And for a while it worked. (laughs) Everyone would stop and check on him when they passed by in the hallway, and he thrived on the attention. This went on for a couple weeks. But alas, it was a new building, and the construction was kind of shoddy. Remember the sink? (laughs) It was late on a Monday night, the night that the hooker habitually visited 
claiming to be a relative <laughs> for a small fee would take care of the needs of any long-term male patient who was interested and could afford her. Oh, no. you got to be kidding. Juan was sitting in the hall getting more and more agitated, but things were busy, so no one stopped to chat with him. we just check on him quickly and move on. I was passing meds a couple of rooms away, back toward Juan when I heard a crash and the shouting and screaming. Juan had succeeded in getting away despite being tied to the handrail. There he was, scooting down the hall on only his tippy toes, dragging the handrail and a large chunk of drywall with him. And there, inside the wall, revealed the gaping hole in the wall, was the hooker servicing her customer. Oh my. <laughs> I didn't win any more points with the nurse manager by starting to giggle every time the subject came up and to laugh helplessly when trying to describe how and why it happened. <clears throat> the memo came down from above. No more tying wand to anything that was supposedly stationary. We just have to watch him more carefully from now on. And watch him we did. For a long time we watched him. I caught him trying to roll his jerry chair onto this freight elevator, and someone else caught him in the gynecology unit, shopping for a Spanish-speaking companion. Juan's travels were permanently halted by a medical student from Man's Best Medical School. The MBMS student found Juan securely posied, posy is a type of restraint, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Securely posied to his jerry chair, trying valiantly to open the heavy fire door on the top of the stairs. Mm. Being a polite kind of guy, the student opened the fire door <gasps> and held it open for one so he could scoot the chair through the, do through the doorway. Oh. Now, why anyone would be stupid enough to do such a thing, I cannot imagine. And medical mm. students, even those from non-prestigious schools, are supposed to be intelligent. They're not. They're students. They're dumb. <laughs> we love you, but you're Juan dumb. Juan scooted the chair backward through the doorway right to the head of the stairs and over the top of the step. Aww. Even I at the nurse's station can hear the thump, 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 thumping oh, of the no. chair pumping down God. a series of steps. Oh, no. When I arrived at the top of the stairs, there was Juan, <clears throat> still strapped securely to the chair, lying on his back at the bottom of the stairs. The chair back protected his head, and Juan was shouting away in Spanish, seemingly unhurt and undaunted. Oh, but thank his you. back was broken. Oh, no. If you think any of the previous mm. incident reports were difficult to write, oh, this dear. one was a nightmare. Several weeks later, late several weeks later, Juan was back on our unit in a full body cast, but the fall had broken him. He could no longer propel his chair with his tippy toes, and he had a decubitus underneath the cast, and it got infected. A, a decubitus is a like a ulcer, pressure okay. ulcer. Mm -hmm. He got septic, coated, and died. Aww. We staffed the unit with floats the day of his funeral, and everybody went. I still remember Juan in his jerry chair fondly, and so help me, there are times when I'm trying to tell the story, and I laugh so hard I can't finish. <laughs> to survive in nursing, you have to laugh instead of cry. Isn't that a great mm, story? That's a fantastic story. It was so, it's so good. It's so well written. Oh, it really I is. I love the nurse that sent that one in. Yes, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I can just see one. I just little tiptoes <laughs> like, just like, I'm out of here. Getting away, pulling the sink off, pulling the handrail off, and then some dumb shit letting him fall down the stairs in his jerry chair. Gosh, dang sweet oh that is sweet <laughs> thanks poor for one poor one all right oh, let's finish one. with our dumb medical joke okay. of the night 
I was getting ready to pull mine up and Jasmine chewed me out. <laughs> Rude. Hold up again. me. Was it giving like a feedback or something in the... Oh, is it doing it again? Okay. Oh, hey, this one's perfect. Okay. Okay. Doctor, I've got a very bad... I've got very bad news. You've got cancer and Alzheimer's. Patient. Well, at least I don't have cancer. <laughs> Here's another one. Patient, doctor, I've swallowed a spoon. Doc, sit down and don't stir. Ah! Ah! Okay, I'll do one ah, more. Ah, ah, okay. ah. Doctor, I have some bad news and some very bad news. The lab called with your test results. They said you have 24 hours to live. <laughs> Patient, 24 hours? That's terrible news. What's the very bad news? Doctor, I've been trying to reach you since yesterday. Oh, oh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we gotta we gotta end on a better one than that. Okay. All right. Um, this one's kind of funny. Doctor, you are very sick. Patient, can I get a second opinion? Doctor, yes, of course. You are very ugly too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're really scraping the bottom with these ones he's no, tonight. He's no Ryan. Holy Bradley Pitt. Pitt. He's oh. no Bradley Pitt. Bradley. Bradley. Bradleys, if you're listening. <laughs> Hey, Did Bradley's. we come up with a third Bradley? Maybe just one. Maybe just a third. No. Oh, third. Bradley. There's yes, no we did. Uh, tequila is my lady. Um. Oh yeah. Bradley. Uh, Whit- I can't even remember Whit- his last Whitford. Whit- Thank you, Bradley Whitford. He's number three. I apologize. Sorry, guys. Um. The other two um, are tied for one. Uh. Follow us on Instagram, yes. Facebook, and Twitter. Yes, Facebook. Stranger Medicine. And write us your stories at strangermedicine at gmail.com. And rate, review, and subscribe. We please. need you. If you're listening, please, please, please we'll rate. We'll try not to be so depressing. I know. <laughs> I know. I think, I think we're going to do a little, um, we might even do a little giveaway at some point it, for the first couple people who rate and review and subscribe to our podcast we jasmine and i talked about this we may put together some t-shirts and do a little mugs maybe maybe mugs t-shirts something something we'll figure out something um we'll we'll announce it on our next podcast if we remember and our next podcast might have guests it might if you want to be a guest tell us why you should be a guest yes do you want to be a guest on our show on our podcast what kind of story your best stories yes Um, um Yeah. So that's it. This has been awesome. Thank you. I'm Kat. I'm Andrew. And we like it strange. Good night.